shut up, you listen to my monkey mouth. As a companion, when you got pun on the canoe route, hopped in a portal and got in a fight. Elias knocked him out. Bow, Marco fighting style. Bow, you'll see he tapped out. Bow, we win, we get crowned. Monkey mouth, monkey mouth, monkey mouth, monkey mouth. Yes, sir. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to the Ones Who Woke Up podcast. This is Joshua, as always, and today with me I've got... My name is Jesse. Where can they find you online? I'm on Instagram, Mr. Mello. Yeah? yeah. And you're on Facebook? And, and... I'm on Facebook, uh, Jesse James Paul. And what are you out here doing these days? You're, you're doing stand-up stuff? You're, you're kind of pursuing that on the side? Yeah, I do a little stand-up just for fun. So you know. where's the where's the like next thing you have going on? Next thing I have going on is in San Antonio. I think it's called the Reggae Bar. Okay, dope. Yeah, that's Friday night. Um, doing a show there. And then Saturday night, I'm going to be up in Dallas at Hyenas. Nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So you've got um, two shows lined up in the next no time. Yeah. So you're staying busy with it. Staying a little busy, yeah. I mean, that's... Like, I know people who are trying to, like, make it their whole grind, and they're not staying that busy. Right. Doing so. comedy on top of my job? Yeah, it's... I'm staying busy. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like me doing podcasting on top of running my businesses. So, right. I, I feel you, bro. I'm able to empathize pretty pretty emphatically. Cool. But so, I love your mushroom fucking... I love your mushroom jacket. You're, like, clearly in theme for, today, for today's podcast. Yeah, I didn't even realize that was what I was doing. It's just my favorite sweater. So <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Well, I like it a lot, bro. It's dope. Yeah, but, but so uh, I I think it's safe to assume that with the mushrooms being on your jacket, mushrooms are your are your favorite psychedelic. Yeah, they're uh, probably my go-to. Yeah, yeah. What was your What was your like first like fall in love with mushrooms experience that you had? Oh, oh man, I haven't even thought about that. I don't know. My first fall in love with mushrooms. Yeah, like when like when like when do you think it clicked for you? Where you're like, this is that shit that like is gonna be my. All right, you know the first time I fell absolutely in love with them. Um, I don't know what year it was, but it was the year that uh, Rogue One came out. Okay, so like, you know, like four or five years ago, something like that, maybe six yeah, years maybe ago. Maybe like six or seven. Yeah, I guess I get, man. We're, we're I don't old, know. What was old it, times? 2015? Bro, I don't know. I'm 16? An, bro, I'm an, I don't know. Anyways, an it was infinite. Rogue One. It was Christmas Day, which is my birthday. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and I'm born on Christmas Day. And um, every year for Christmas, my family gets together. And uh, they do a reenactment of the nativity scene, and you know I got to dress up like a shepherd or a wise man, and we read from the Bible, and do, you know it's like I just don't want to do that. Oh, that's this some year. real Bible thumpy. Yeah, shit, I just don't want to do that this year. I'm, <laughs> I'm like thirty something years old. I don't want to do that, and uh, I'm not gonna go to Utah to meet you guys and <laughs> so do, we can do dress the up dress up scene. nativity scene. So I'm just gonna stay home this year. And I had birthday. Christmas Day by myself, and I just drank some mushroom tea and went and saw Rogue One. And um, yeah, I got, you know, one seat, and I'm in between two very large people. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, smashed like, in like, between. Like and I'm tripping out on four or five grams. I'm just like, ah, oh, man. As soon as the movie started, I didn't give a shit. They're my two new best friends, dude. <laughs> I didn't care. Well, bro, everybody's vibing. Everybody's happy to watch the yeah, movie. You're man. high on mushrooms. You're yeah. just like, we're all one, bro. Whatever. Doesn't Took an Uber matter. to the show, you know. It was great. Yeah. So, so like, that's probably when I fell in love with them and made them, like, that's, you know, 
what I started doing kind of consistently. So how how effectively does like taking a, a, a pretty potent dose of psychedelics make uh, make like consuming entertainment more enjoyable? Like like how much doper do you oh, think Rogue I'm, One was on four grams? That's my of favorite movie. Like right? <laughs> you know, like right? after watching it like that, it's yeah. like, it's definitely my favorite Star Wars movie. Dope. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I, I can't I can't I mean, a lot I, of the newer ones are so kitschy and just, like, you know, made for children. Well, so, like, there's definitely, like, essence of Star Wars that's missing in some of them. Like, like in moments where, like, they would be saying some, like, dope Zen or Buddhist philosophy yeah. shit to, like, make you really have something to chew on. Now there's, like, a fucking one-liner. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, more being, like, smashed through the, like, copy-cut-and-paste process. That, right. like the, I they, think it was the first movie that Disney did with Star Wars and they they did a great job with it I, I, I'll be frank I've enjoyed and all of them ever I've enjoyed since, every single one of them uh, yeah I mean I, I've just gotten less and less interested as each movie comes well, I'm, out I mean I'm certain they feel like maybe more it's just because I'm older or maybe well, it's just because it's more just geared for children or whatever but I don't know that one some reason got me it was probably because I was on a large amount of mushrooms, and I was just like, oh my god, this is fucking serious, bro. Like, this is before the fucking, you know. It's like, this is yeah. how it all started, <laughs> this is how man. It started, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, the same thing happened to me uh, whenever uh, Infinity War came out. Or, uh, yeah, Infinity War. Um, with Thanos. In, oh, yeah, yeah. When Thanos wins. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I also went and watched it high on several tabs of LSD at uh, the movie theater on my birthday. Cool. And uh, that was an epic experience. Yeah. Uh, The thing that was immersion, like, that even high on LSD, and I think maybe if I wasn't so high on LSD, it wouldn't have broke my immersion, but because I was, it just, like, struck me as kind of awkward when I saw it. Yeah. was, like, the big fight scene when, like, they had the, like, armies lined up. Like, Mm -hmm. it looked like something from, like, the 1800s or like the 1700s like fucking like armies of people with spears lined up yeah why do you have modern day superheroes lined up like they're gonna do battle in the 18th century exactly like we're not standing here with fucking muskets exactly that's iron man yeah you know what i'm saying that's that's banner and the whole (laughs) why are you all lined up like that it's yeah exactly it was just like there was like zero tactical advantage i could provide it was just literally there for like Cinematic effects right, so right, that right. you could see all the heroes at once lined they up. They wanted like, Braveheart dude. holding the line exactly, <laughs> but like, Braveheart, bro, in what world? Superheroes. In what world does Hulk and Iron Man fight like William Wallace? Yeah, like it's just and so like that really fucked me up. I, no, like, I mean, and even that scene where it's like what all the girl superheroes were like suddenly together and kicking ass as girls. Like they're all like it it's like, like a huge two, fucking battle with thousands of people in like. All of a sudden, all the girls are just kicking ass right next to each other. It's campy. It's they, they, they hit you with some campiness, yeah, bro. Yeah. But but seeing it on uh, LSD like that, you're less like, this bro. Is Thanos, Thanos, bro. Awesome. Thanos sacrificing, <laughs> yeah. Thanos sacrificing Gamora. Uh, there were so many like epic. I mean, bro, the Thanos beating Hulk's fucking ass. Uh, Thor showing up at the at just the right moment. Uh, there were so many epic moments in that movie, yeah. bro. And I was so fucking high. Like, gangbusters high, bro. Right. Like, I mean, I was probably three or four tabs in. 
watching that shit. And, like, I waited, like, an hour. And so and then it's a three-hour movie. So, like, yeah. by the end of it, I'm, like, four hours in. It's, like, white knuckle in the <laughs> yeah, fucking chair. Dude. Just, like, getting jerked around by this LSD. Yeah, the Star Wars one, that wasn't four hours. It was maybe two and a half, I think. It was right. I, I don't Probably. remember. But it definitely... And, like, yeah, I uh, lived right near the theater. I ate the mushrooms, you know, and then I waited 30 minutes and got an Uber and went over there. So I was pretty into it when it fucking... You know, right when it started, yeah. I was like, all right, bum, Star Wars. Bum, 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 yeah. bum, <laughs> fucking right there. You're in waiting it. for this, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much where I was with, with the with the Star Wars, cool. with, the, with, the, with the Marvel. Because, I mean, that was like, they've been building up Thanos for a fucking decade. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's my birthday. Thanos is oh, here. Oh, you saw it on your birthday, too. Yeah, and, like, nice. and I have LSD. Like, the fucking the world yeah. made this happen just for me. Like, right. There's zero percent chance I was I'm just glad to not be dressed up like a shepherd. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I was like, "Oh, good, I'm not a wise man today." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's good yeah. shit. So, but so you were asking, like, that's when mushrooms like kind of became my thing. Um, I guess that's when I kind of realized that uh, every every few months I was taking a large dose of mushrooms. You know, three to five grams yeah. every three to four months. Yeah. That seems like a pretty healthy cycle. Right. I'm mad at but that. But it was back in the time before I even knew what I was actually doing. Which, oh, you, you were know, just dicking around. Later is when all those studies came out, like from John Hopkins University and stuff, and saying, like, this is, like, the best thing for depression and yeah. stuff like that. And so it's like, I didn't even know what I was doing, but I just kind of realized it. You'd point, found you'd found the medicine, I was, and you I were was like, mm. self-medicating myself. I was taking three to five grams every three to four months, and doing that regularly. And it was just like washing them bad vibes away. Yeah, man. I feel like shit, man. I've been down for. Uh, I'm gonna dose up, and I was doing it, and I didn't realize that I was self-medicating with like the most effective yeah. antidepressant. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. So that's probably when I realized that yeah, mushrooms were kind of my go-to thing. And, so whenever, yeah. whenever you got to where you're doing it pretty regularly, and you were just like, it all kind of clicked for you. Realized that you yeah. had been doing something really, really. Positive and I'm like, for oh, that's, oh, that's how you're supposed to well, use them. It was like, them. oh shit, like it, it just all felt right. Like that's right, the thing that's about... how you're supposed to use them. You're not supposed to use them just fucking to go have a party or whatever. It's like a, it's a medication. The thing about like real truthy ass truth is that it's like evident on the inside, right? Like yeah. you don't have to, like it doesn't have to be put into words. You know, if it conceptually, it just, like, feels right. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it felt right. It was, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, shit. Yeah, most of the time, all ping I, think, I think when most people hear something that is true, it resonates yeah, within them. exactly. Whether they realize it or not. Yeah. I think that's pretty common with most people. Yeah. You know. Well, so you just experience that intuitive level of truth with that. Um, right. And so, I think that my mushroom circuit is busted. Like, if I'm just being really frank. I've had another friend that's told me that. Yeah, like, maybe maybe I come out and I eat, like, 12 grams. You know what I'm saying? Like, we fucking sit around the fire and I eat, like, a half ounce and see what happens. It's pretty much where I'm at. Um, last time I took it, I took uh, seven grams mm -hmm. and was very much, like... What's going on? And, like, my buddies, one took two grams and one took an eighth, and there was, like, a, a gram and a half left over. Uh, it was, like, a half ounce or whatever. Whatever it was, I know that, like, we basically ate it all with the, with the exception of, like, a gram and a half for, like, one of them's girlfriend or whatever. But uh, I was like, eh. this is fucking meh, guys. And they're both like... Right. Oh, this is great. 
And I'm like, guys, I don't think I even feel anything. Like, I don't like... like but I, I mean, have you, you've done mushrooms before and you've felt things. I mean, I've taken them before and, like, it's gotten, it's like... It's never been, like, it's, got, it's, it's gotten, like, kind of mellowy and kind of, like... So, I think... It's gotten to where, like, things are kind of, like, streakishy, but, like, nothing that's ever, like, jerked me around. Nothing that's ever, like, hit me with, like, intuitive truths on the back end. Like, nothing profound. So that's what Nothing I'm saying, too, about, like, using it as a medication, doing it every once in a while throughout the year. Um, it's not, like, I mean, I definitely I enjoyed the movie. And when I do mushrooms, I usually enjoy the trip most of the time. But it's never anything like, oh, my God, I'm fucking freaking out. It's the after effects. It's how my body feels after and how my mind is after. Oh, yeah, yeah. So for... You know, it's like whether you're tripping out or not while you do them, they're still working. Yeah. Oh, the, the, and that's the, how plant medicine. Yeah. There's work. absolutely peripheral that's, benefit, and, and you, that's and you how can the microdosing benefits. thing works. You yeah. Know? It's you, actually changing the way your brain works. Yeah. You don't. You don't need to have a psychoactively right. effective a dose of mushrooms in order for them to have some type of uh, right. peripheral benefit. Um, but like even like a. I've gone and like uh, taken them in like taking like five grams and like meditated in my bedroom in silent darkness. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Didn't really feel much. Nothing. Yeah. Like. I like, mean, like, I've, like, I've had trips like that too, where I've taken, you know, a lot and like really not that much happened. Well, like I'm. But the after effects. Yeah. Like even weeks after is like how my body's feeling and how everything is going in my life and like how I'm able to like clarify everything in my brain you know yeah it's the after effects it's not necessarily the exact trip that you're taking yeah and yeah that's, no i co that's how they're good i co-sign i co-sign that that's real why world. i like them so much yeah and and you know like they, they uh they like rewire like you know you have like paths of yeah least resistance in your mind's mind like you, you and have when like, you do patterns or when you do certain things it cements that pattern in your brain. Yeah, well, just every time you do it, it creates it creates a path, and so it just becomes less and less resistance, right? Right. Every time you do it, the next time it's easier. Like and so, smoking cigarettes. Or anything like that. Or, or depression. Or exactly. Or fall, fall, fall into any type of thought loop that you fall into. Every the time you fall into that thought that loop. you have. And then doing the mushrooms mixes it up. It sends the pathways different ways into your brain, and, and you get to find a new path of least to, resistance. So it's been like the most effective medicine for uh, quitting smoking. It's been one of the most effective medicines for depression. You know, so that's why they're my favorite. Is because they're actually super healthy for you. Well, and there's... I don't know LSD. You know, like well, so they they've done. Does uh, it do the same so, thing? So, so I they so, so I mean, they've I've shown had that definitely better trips on LSD. They've shown that there's a pretty clear relationship uh, between taking heroic doses of LSD and circumventing addiction in whatever form that person's experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, like it just jerks you around. It's like you shouldn't be doing that no more. Um, so LSD is good for addiction. Um, MDMA is good for PTSD. Mm-hmm. Mushrooms are good for depression. Um, DMT is good for just like flat ass out going to talking to God, uh, which you said you went to fucking Peru I did. and did ayahuasca. Yeah. I am dying to hear about this. Well, I went to Peru and I did ayahuasca. It was cool. Yeah, <laughs> 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 fucking bet. So like, what? Uh, so oh, do you want to hear more? Yeah, no. absolutely. So like, how did you? How did you? 
how did you find this group? Like, did you just do some Googling? How did you, like, uh, like how, how does someone, how does someone <laughs> who, like, from the internet, who's never even looked into this, like, go about trying to, to create this experience that you had? Well, so I had heard about uh, ayahuasca and um, that whole thing. And for anyone who's unfamiliar with ayahuasca, ayahuasca is basically... Uh, a, a a jungle brew tea that fucking is infused yeah. with DMT and an, and an MOAI inhibitor that keeps your body from from breaking down the DMT rapidly, so right. it turns it so into like a three four hour DMT trip. It's the bark of one tree and the leaf of another tree that they mix together. They can also do roots, and so there's several places where they can get it. But the one that y'all did was was bark and leaf, right? Well, the one that they do in the Amazon is, in Peru. Yeah, it's the bark of one tree. I believe it might be the roots. I don't. I think it's the bark. Well, I I know that uh, the guys who uh, have it locally are able to extract it for some roots. I know that. But so, I mean, I'm sure it's in the whole tree. Yeah. So you you yeah. went to the place, and this is how they so did. So I it. went to the place, and there's like legit shamans, you know, that are working there that have been like generational shamans, you know, mm. for generations. Yeah. <laughs> Their papa's papa's yeah, yeah, papa yeah. was the medicine man. So it's a root. Or a bark from one tree and then the leaf from another tree that they brew together. And one of them is the MOI inhibitor. It basically keeps your body from breaking it down. Right. Your stomach has the inhibitor or has the thing in it that uh, will dissolve the DMT, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah your, your body eats it up in the stomach really quickly. Tons of plants apparently have DMT in them. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just interesting. But if you else. eat it, then your stomach acid just... Eats it away so yeah, quickly that you do don't anything. get any psychoactive do effect. So this uh, leaf from this one tree that's brewed into the drink, you know, and it creates this uh, mixture where your stomach is not going to break down the DMT. Yeah, exactly. So you drink it, and uh, at this place that I was at, um, you're in the dark, but you're like in the jungle. And you're in this thing called a maloka. It's a big circle hut, basically. Mm-hmm. The sides are screens. Mm-hmm. It's a thatched roof. Yeah. And there's uh, 12 other people in there Okay. drinking this and, like, two shamans. Okay. And they give it to you and you drink it and you lay down on the mat. And uh, it takes about 30 minutes for it to kick in. Yeah. And uh, so you're just laying down there on the mat, and then the shamans are coming around, and they're singing, like, Icaros, which are basically just, like, ward away bad spirits and stuff like that. Like, almost, like, very, like, rhythmic hymns, yeah. almost. Very rhythmic. Yeah. It's, like, almost a chant. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of weird, because it's a big group, so there's 12 people, so they have two shamans. I mean, really 14, counting the shamans, right? Right. Okay. And so then there's the two shamans that are going around from each person singing these things and you know while you're while they're singing these things to you you're supposed to kind of like sit up at your mat you know and like kind of get the blessing or whatever yeah. and they're like spraying some stuff on you you know and like kind of blowing it on you and this liquid stuff that smells awful especially yeah. after you've already drinking this tea that Tastes makes awful. you want to puke and shit and yeah it's did you wind up having to did you wind up puking and shitting uh, it's the first night that I didn't, the first night that I did it, I did not puke or shit, but the whole time I felt like I needed to, mm-hmm. but I just didn't. Yeah. It just understood. felt like there were snakes crawling around in my belly. Yeah. And it's just weird because like, 
I don't know, you drink this tea and then you start kind of feeling weird and you're just uncomfortable and then the shamans are there and they're singing in your face and they're like blowing stuff in you and it's like, God, gross, all like man. Very like, yeah, they're like, like taking a drink of this thing and like blowing it's it all, on It's all you. very it's disorienting. Like gross. And yeah. the first night that I did it, I didn't even really trip. Yeah. I was just like, shit, this sucks, dude. This is... Yeah, this is just fucking me getting spit on yeah, by Peruvian like, I just paid a bunch of money to come down to Peru so they could, like, sing some nonsense at me and fucking spit in my face. Like, what? And now I feel like shit. <laughs> this is not I can't the best. shit. That sounds the, not good, That sounds dude. the worst. And you're in the dark and you're in the middle of the jungle and you're just like, God, this sucks. It's like a fucking jaguar can come get you at any moment. Any moment, man. Oh, the only thing protecting you from the jaguars is a screen. <laughs> you're like, that's not... That's not good protection. That's not anywhere yeah. near yeah. enough protection from jaguars. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so, so was the second night better for you? The second night was better, but it was also rough. But I actually did, like... Of course. A, so they gave I, you a stronger dose. So it They gave you. me a little stronger dose, and I had a pretty prolific experience. But it, it was... It was weird, though, man. No, tell me about it. I mean... Like, you're not going to out-weird me. Because I'm going to tell you my stories, and they're going to fucking be right there okay. with you, bro. All right, so the second night I'm in there, took a bigger dose, and uh, I'm in this maloka, this screen door between me and the jungle, and I start tripping out, and I'm just like hearing all the jungle noises out there. Oh yeah, the, the, there's yeah. a lot of noises out there. You know, but you're it, in the dark, man. And you know, like the thing for me is that whenever I take it, like I can almost like hear my voice echoing in my chest. Like you can feel the vibrations yeah. in there. Is this a shared experience? Did you, did you kind of like feel? Well, the I could feel my stomach churning because it makes you want to shit and puke. Okay, so you had you had tummy feels, not chest feels. Gotcha. Not necessarily chest feels, but I was just like, oh god, this is awful, man. So you know, I went and I shit my brains out because they got a little porta potty right outside the Maloka. They got they they got to shit your yeah. brain out zone. Yeah, yeah, and they give you a bucket with you know toilet paper and stuff. So if you need to puke, you can puke right there and wipe yourself off and whatever. But uh, you're on this little yoga mat, basically. It's like this thing. You're just laying on this hardwood floor on the yoga mat. I'm hearing all the noises from the jungle out there. Low-key terrifying. Yeah. And I swear to God, like, something got murdered right outside where my, like, five feet from my head. You know, I'm just like, oh, somebody's eating dinner tonight. You know, like, wow. Something's out there. <laughs> that fucking jaguar we were talking about. Yeah, earlier. dude. Like, got him a fucking monkey, bro. There were bro. some terrifying screams and stuff. I'm just like, whoa. And this is like right as I'm starting to trip out. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, man, that's I'm, so disorienting. I'm just trying to close my eyes and just be like, all right, I'm safe inside this place. All I think, right, I'm, I think I'm the cool. disorientation's part of it for them. I think that that's like part of how they like instigate the experience. I think that that's like intentional. I think they do this Maybe. Yeah, possibly. But please continue with your story. Yeah, anyways, you're just hearing all these weird jungle noises and like my the visions that I was seeing, you know, it's like your imagination's running wild. I mean, it, it wasn't my imagination, it was the hallucinogenics. Of yeah, yeah. Tea. <laughs> you know, yeah, of like, course. Which might be my imagination. I don't know. It's some mingling. It right? felt like I was connected to a higher being. Absolutely. And honestly, you go in there with intentions and you like have to set an intent for like what you're trying to achieve for the ceremony and you know the first ceremony I set an intent I didn't trip out but I got my answer that's nice. what I was saying about plant medicines they work even after the trip yeah what I was saying with the mushrooms same thing with the ayahuasca okay the first beautiful. one I didn't trip out but what, what? I went in there with some intentions 
And I uh, got my answer over the next couple of days. And then we did phase two and go back in there and do it again. And I set my intentions. And some of my intentions for this uh, particular night were, you know, I have a job that I've worked for for a long time. And I'm just really like, what am I going to do with my life? You know, should I stay at this job? It's a nice, comfortable job. Or should I go out on my own? What, you know, what do I need to do? So the uh, ayahuasca, like, it starts talking to me. I told you, you get like a connection. Now, now, you it, get a connection what, 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 to a higher being. Now, when it's talking to you, is it literal like English verbs or is it like just a, well, it's an in intuitive feeling? It's like it's an intuitive in, it's feeling. It's in your head so you understand it. Yeah, and like, I speak English so it was talking to me in English. Okay, cool. But yeah. it wasn't speaking. I couldn't hear audible words. It but was at like, the same it time, like, it was like a direct fucking yeah, message like, to like, me yeah. and it was just like all right, man, you came to the jungle, you wanted to see some shit, you wanted to get some answers, I'm going to show you some shit. There you go. And Fuck I was yeah. like, let's what? Rock and, let's rock and okay. roll. Let's rock and roll, motherfucker. And then, like, all right. And then, because, like, you know, before that, I was just feeling like shit, and then, like, my stomach hurts. And, and all like, of a sudden, it's like, all of a sudden, And then all of a sudden, with. I get this fucking thing telling Clear me, like, day. you wanted to see some shit, you wanted some answers, I'm going to give it to you. Buckle Are up. you ready for this? And I'm like, like uh, uh, yeah, that's what I came here for. It's like, are you sure you're ready? And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. And it's like, all right, here you go. Bro, it's so dope that and it, then, like, asks consent. That's yeah, fucking legit. Yeah, it was asking me consent. And that's it was like, are you legit. sure you're ready? I'm going to show you that's some shit. That's so fucking respectful. That's so respectful. And then right, I was like, yeah, I'm ready. Cool. And then, like, the vision started. It was like snakes eating babies and just fucking, like, the craziest shit just slithering around snakes and just hallucinating and just like what the fuck is going on and in my head over and over and over welcome to the jungle we got fun and games welcome yeah. to the jungle we got fun and games outstanding over and over and over this is, i'm like are those the, the only words that i know to this song to it's the like point that it's no torturous. you know this other part too shut up on the knees 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 and I'm like, okay, god damn it, dude. I'm like, fucking, Maybe oh. go back to Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, like, go shit, back to Welcome man. To the jungle, man. And it was like that going on, and then the noise that was out in the jungle was like, there were fucking things getting eaten right outside where I was. And it was just like, oh my god, and I'm so seeing like, all welcome, these welcome crazy to the jungle. hallucinations. And it was like, hey, you came Jaguar here. You came here for some answers and to see some shit, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, are you sure? Buckle the yeah. fuck up, buckaroo. Exactly. And then right when I was like, yes, yes, show me. And it fucking did. And over and over, just that playlist of just that fucking... <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, man. <laughs> we got fun and games. Get down on your knees. <laughs> you fucking humbled now. And I was fucking terrified. Right. For like three hours. Yeah, just and high. tripping the fuck out on a little mat in a f wooden, you know, shed with screens. Next to jaguars eating. The Next dinner. to jaguars, and I got shamans that are going around singing songs and spitting on people, and I'm just like, oh my god, dude, what is happening, man? And then finally, you know, when the ceremony is over from the shamans, they're like, we're gonna go, and if you guys want to go back to your cabin, you can. And I'm like. I'm kind of freaking out, you know. Like, I think I was going to sit right here. Right. And that's the thing. It was like, well, you could sit right here, but, man, that yoga mat's this thin, and you're on a wood floor, and back at your cabin, that's like 200 yards away. You could go back to your cabin and sleep in a bed. 
dude. What type of a journey was? Did you did you make the journey? I I was like, all right. How well? How was I'll that? I'll get up and I'll go back to the camp. So I walked from the Maloka through the fucking jungle by myself in the dark, tripping the fuck out. And the whole time it was teasing me. Of course. Yeah, because you came in. Yeah, you came. Yeah, yeah you came in fucking hot. And to walk a two hundred yard distance, it took me an hour and a half. You think that that really took that long, or you were just like that's how long? As it far felt. as I'm concerned, it took an hour and a half, or three, <laughs> as far as or I'm three concerned. days, or three days. I don't know. <laughs> some, the sun never came up, some, but it took a long fucking time for me to walk two hundred yards because I'm walking through the trail in the jungle, and every route across the trail looks like a fucking poisonous snake. Every plant on the side of the thing is like looking like a poisonous vine like trying to alien vines trying to get me dude and I'm just like whoa man this is crazy it's like holy shit this jungle wants to eat me no shit yeah, and there was this does. one point too where it was like there was no trees overhead and I'm looking up at the stars and just like wow dude I can't ever see the Milky Way like this you yeah. know yeah, I'm in the middle of the jungle. It's totally dark out here. There's no moon, nothing. I've it's like never maybe seen some stars fucking like campfires. Yeah, bro. and I'm tripping. So all the stars are shooting stars. Every single one of them. Oh, you know, beautiful. it's just like wow. But the whole time, I'm also terrified because, like, at any minute, you know, I'm in the jungle. There could be a, a bug or a spider or something. A fucking anaconda. Yeah, anything could be out there. Yeah. Like, yes, this is a safe place that I went to, and they've never had any accidents. But you are in the fucking jungle, you know? Like, like, buddy, that's just because they've only been operating for so long. Right. <laughs> like, like, give it another few that's years. That's also only what they tell you. Yeah, give it give, yeah. it, give it 20 years, and someone's getting drug off by that jaguar. Yeah. Like, someone's getting got. So it was just a terrifying walk back to my cabin, which was maybe 200 yards, Bro. and it took fucking forever. And then when I finally got back to the cabin, it was just like, everything stopped immediately. <laughs> I was not tripping anymore. And then that voice or whatever download came back to me and said, you see, like you could have stayed where you were and you would have been fine. You would have been uncomfortable for a while. You would have gone to sleep. You would have been fine in the morning. Or you could have made the journey and walked through the fucking jungle and it's going to be hard and it's going to be scary, but then you're going to get somewhere that might be even better than where you were. Yeah, it's literally a lesson and in it was, facing adversity. It, it was exactly the thing that I was going in there with that in mind. And it's just so weird that it's like... It taught like, all the hallucinating and all the craziness, it taught you the lesson in the walk to the fucking cabin. Right. That's fucking dope, bro. That's, that's how that shit works, though. That's, and it was just like, you can do this or you can do this. Either way, it's going to be fine. If you do one way, it might be better than you thought. You know, well, if like, you go back to your cabin, you can sleep in a nice bed. Well, the, I think I think the thought is you can either stay in an uncomfortable situation because it's slightly guaranteedly more comfortable in the short term. Yeah. Or you can go out and put yourself in an uncomfortable position for the sake of attaining something significantly better. Yeah. Right. And like, or you could die. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> yeah. You know, or you could fucking die. I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. That leopard could have leapt through that fucking screen. Yeah, like, like the, the, nothing stops the leopard when the leopard. True, comes. man. There could have been a little so, fucking spider inside that melopa. Exactly. It and matter. so you could die either way. One way is gonna be scary and hard, and then once you get to your destination, you're gonna look back and say like, ah, it's worth it. Yeah. Or you could stay where you were, and it might be a little bit uncomfortable, but it's also gonna end up okay. Worth it. Yeah. Either way, it's worth it. Yes. So you just need to decide what's better for you. What do you need to do? 
Yeah. And so, you know. I think at that point it makes it really easy to go after the bigger goals because you know it's going to be fine either way. Right? Like, if, like if you if you yeah, know. Yeah, but I didn't. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, but at the end of the day, like, you were able to be comfortable. Like, and, and you knew it was going to be okay either way. You right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was fine. Like, bro, you're here now enjoying yourself. Everything's right, Everything's yeah. fucking perfect, bro. I mean, at that time, I went home back to Texas from the, and I didn't go after bigger goals. I stayed where I was with this job that, you know. Sometimes it's uncomfortable, but dude, I'm getting all my needs met, and right now my needs are also, you know, not as great as what my daughter needs, which I got to stay at this job and make sure I can help her out. Once she's taking care of herself, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. 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 Well, I so waiting in this place might be a little bit uncomfortable and eh, whatever, but, you know, in the long run. It doesn't matter which choice you make because either way, it's going to work out in the end. That's what it was teaching me. And That's it taught me that banger, in a very bro. fucking clear way. That's a banger, bro. And it was like scary and intense. Like, welcome to the jungle. We got fun and games. Dude, so... Uh, <laughs> it I'll, was nuts. I'll tell you about my DMT experience. All right. Since you, since you went on on a limb and told me all about yours. So... I'd already had, like, the most heroic psychedelic experiences that you could ever want before I ever found DMT. And so I had kind of heard through, like, different conversations throughout my time that, like, all these different drugs, all these different psychedelics that you can take a heroic enough dose of that will ultimately lead to ego death are all just different avenues to the same end goal. And that once you experience ego death and like what makes you, you it dissolves you're effectively in like that egoless state. And it's all the same at that point. So DMT is like a bullet train. LSD is like fucking taking a fucking spaceship cruise. And mushrooms is like taking a hike through the woods. You know what I'm saying? Like they all are, but like at the end of the day, they're all going to get you where you're going. Right. And it's just a matter of like what type of scenery you want to look at on yeah. the route. And uh, I was like, all right, let's fucking test that. Like, I know what ego death feels like. Let's fucking do that then. And uh, I tried to hit it several times, bro, and I could not. It tasted so bad. It tasted like mothballs, bro. It was the worst. I could not dab it. And so what I did is I got some hash, and I mixed it about two to one hash to DMT. Mm-hmm. And uh, was able to cut it with, with some hash. And uh, was dabbing it. And, like, after the first dab, like, I feel really heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like weights on my chest and I can kind of like hear my voice like rattling in my in my rib cage mm-hmm. I can kind of like feel my voice bouncing off the walls and bouncing back and impressing on my epidermis you know what I'm saying like it's like I'm very connected with the vibes the second dab <clears throat> all of a sudden like you're really heavy like you're like really really heavy like almost like this is weird I don't know if I like this. Like, this is... I don't know. And then the third dab... It's like you're being rattled at the bone marrow. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like God's got you by the fucking spinal cord and is going... Yeah. To you. It literally feels like you're on top of a rocket ship that's, like, got the pilot light lit and you can feel it going... <laughs> you take that fourth hit hold it in obviously all of them you hold in as long as you can but that fourth hit you hold it in you let whoever take the bong and dabber from you just sit back and hold it in and I blasted through like all of the traditionally described places that people describe in, in DMT trips mm-hmm. like 
the elf room, the like fucking the 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 gold the like golden amorphous orbs, um, all the spaces crossing through the chrysanthemum, all the things that like people talk about. But I just blasted right through them, like fucking paid them no attention. Was like fucking going to the end of this, and I got there, and. The only way that I can describe it is like it was, it's what it's like to be Galactus. You know who Galactus is? Galactus mm. is uh, obviously like a, a Marvel character. He's yeah. Like a, and he's the last living thing in the universe. Okay. As the universe compresses it on itself during the big crunch and it big bangs again and when it big bangs again. Right. His mind is effectively connected to like every Everything. every single piece of matter that there is. Every rock that's Galactus. Every single every, every blade of grass that's every Ga- piece that's, of matter. that's Galactus, and it's all Galactus. And I was Galactus, bro. And like okay. I, and like I've never watched any. I've never read any comic books, but like that message, like this is what it's like to be Galactus, kept beaming into my fucking head while I was out there. I don't know why, but like whenever I got back, I looked at I looked up Galactus and saw he like. Like mm-hmm. what I just told you, like that was something I read after I was told this is what it's like to be Galactus. <laughs> That's funny. Dude. Yeah. It's like you should look into Galactus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Type <laughs> shit. It's like, hey man, this is what it's, it's like. like to it's be- telling you what to do. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even necessarily. It was just like this is like if you. It, it was literally just giving me like an anchor point so that I could because. Yeah. I think it, it. Ultimately, it's all one thing. Like I am it. It is me, and so it knows that I like to be able to talk about this shit. And so whenever I go, I get weird little nuggets of like shareable information that make these experiences relatable. Yeah. And like the Galactus nugget is like a really good nugget. Like, bro, if you can imagine what it's like to be Galactus, that's what it's like at the end of a DMT trip. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you get it. You've seen the thing. You've been to the. You've been to the mountaintop, man. I just like that it's teaches you things and whether it is like an outside entity that's teaching you something because you've gotten to it's that the galactic point. consciousness bro yeah i don't know like, like, they, like what they call it in peru is it's mother ayahuasca yeah yeah it's a separate entity well so uh, and it felt like a separate entity so, it didn't feel like my thoughts so my thing is that like although it can be perceived separately like bro all things are one like if you can imagine like you've seen the images of the, the universe, right? Like, the measurable universe. Like they've looked out in every direction, and they've got, like, the boundaries of it to, like, what we can measure, and it's just, like, a whole bunch of stars, right? Yeah, I've seen pictures. Well, like, just yeah. imagine, imagine zooming that out to the point that all those things that we can measure are just one point. And that's the Big Bang. And that's what right. we are right now to something far enough out, bro. Like, the, the, the lines of separation that we experience are fucking make-believe, bro. Like, me and you are one living organism, bro. Yeah. We literally, like, you know, whenever, like, they've proven scientifically that, uh, that animals know when they're being watched. That's because the thing that compels them on the back end, what what, what Christians call the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. what I call the galactic consciousness, think of it like a fucking solid state drive for a computer and we're all programs running on that solid state drive, bro. And so whenever I'm staring at your back, you have access to the files being uploaded to you on the back end through me. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. And so... It's literally like that, like you literally have access to the information on the back end, even if you don't necessarily, even if you're not able to necessarily channel it into this meat sack. There's still like that intuitive level of understanding because you are the galactic consciousness and the galactic consciousness is that thing. And so you deep down know that you're being watched. And that's how it's like, I don't think I like that at all. And so I don't remember where I digress from, how we got to this point, but, like, I feel like we've gotten a bunch of truth out. Like, that's all yeah, truth and truth. Yeah, I feel like 
Yeah, you oh, were we were talking, talking about we Galactic. Were, we were talking about the Galactus experience, and so... I like I, that. When you zoom out from the known universe... We're just a point source of light. If you zoom out far enough, it's just one tiny little thing. We are the Big Bang. It still is the Big Bang. Yes. It still is happening right now. Yes, if you can put yourself far enough out and look back, we are literally the Big Bang. It's still happening right now. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Gang, gang, I never even thought about it like that. Yeah, bro. I've seen some shit. Because I've only thought about it as being so fucking big. Never thought about it as it's still small. You gotta think. You gotta. Out. You gotta think if about. If you're far enough out, it's still fucking tiny. Where you gotta think about the void space from which it all emerges from. Like yeah. that's the thing. That's kind of. That's where I. That's where I party, bro. I'm like, yeah. But so I like silver surfered around and like went and like, bro, watched fucking galaxies collide, bro. Like watched fucking things that took place for thousands of years just happen in instances, bro. Like literally got to see like. The life and deaths of stars, bro. Like, the coolest shit. Like, like, why don't you come back and check out what's happening on Earth? Like, bro. What? The f- like, are you fucking kidding? Who what? wants to come back and watch this little soap opera yeah, when I can... I think I want to see some fucking koalas I can, shit out of I their can assholes? Liter- like, <laughs> I can literally go watch fucking solar systems collide with one another. You have no idea what it looks like whenever two fucking planets fucking smash into one another? Shit is tops, bro. Fuck what's going on here. But... I start coming back and it has like this distinct feeling of falling mm-hmm. and when I make it back to the room I can see everything but it has like this like weird emanating Fabergé egg art like tiger stripes of that are like wiggling and moving that uh, are just like it's like normal and then the next stripe is like fucking Fabergé egg art that's mm-hmm. like bleeding in from the higher dimension normal tiger stripe normal tiger and it's just like all like kind of moving and wiggling but I can clearly make out the surface of everything and I'm looking at my cousin and he's standing there stroking his beard and I open my eyes and he's still sitting there stroking his beard and in that moment I realized that I had just been actively looking at and observing the room through my third eye like watched him stroking his beard and like opened my eyes and he was still doing it like complete immersion just like no difference in eyes opening close at that yeah. point. It was pretty nuts. Yeah, man, that is one of the craziest thing about like most of these drugs and psychedelics is that you just see things that uh, you wouldn't normally see. My thing I is, I remember one time like I was on some acid, mm-hmm. and I, you know, did one of these to see the tracers on my hand, and I stopped myself because it was like, oh, I can see right through my hand can see what's on the other side of that hand like yeah can see right through it yeah trippy bro just like what the fuck is happening bro one time on lsd we had a remote control called the og remote and it was for our old ps3 and it was like the original remote that had come with my cousin jeremiah's Mm -hmm. ps3 and it had been dead for years hadn't turned on in two years jeremiah had done like pulled the buttons off and like put them in different spaces to be like a troll and uh it was just like an old art piece at that point and uh, we were playing video games and I looked down and I was playing with the OG (laughs) and it was on bro like actually working working. like with a full charge and like I swear to god it's like that remote control turned into lightning in my hand just (laughs) I just had to let it go and like to this day that remote still works and it didn't work for almost two years that's and uh yeah there's some weird shit that happens man Uh, and it's 
unexplainable. Well, one of the last things I want to talk about, because we, we do have to wrap it up, is uh, when you're talking about how you see things that you wouldn't typically see. My thing is that, and this is something I talk about on a bunch of the podcasts, is that uh, whenever we're experiencing stuff right now, mm-hmm. we're passing it through the filter of 30 years or 40 years of experience. Right? Like we have our entire life that like the moment yeah. that like something happens, it immediately goes, pass it through this web and like make sense of it. Right, you have an entire lifetime of experience to pass a moment through. Then you have an entire rest of your life worth of expectations that you're trying to put it up against and measure with. Like every moment, it's like, how does that relate to the past? What does this look like for the future? Right, it's like a normal human function that everybody goes through. If you just stop that, if you just stop thinking about the past, stop thinking about the future, and emphatically focus on here and now. Mm-hmm. You can see the face of God in the lead of a pencil. I'm telling you. Like, all these states of mind that we're talking about are absolutely attainable through proper meditation. And I'm telling you, the big key to it is letting go of the past and the future and being, like, in the perfect flow state right here, right now. Letting what's happening wash over you and experience it. Because, like, I'm telling you, bro, the, the, the logic crunching part of our brain, the thing that makes words and symbols and gives us a flashing series of images... That's a thing that our body does automatically to, so that our ego has something to relate to. But I'm telling you right now, our brains have a much greater capacity for logical computation and reasoning than our ability to articulate it to ourselves meets. Like, if, if we're limited by our ability to articulate our understanding to ourselves, then we're putting a big, big limiter on ourselves. There's much more understanding and it's much more robust than what we're able to communicate to ourselves. For sure. So stop trying to do that. Yeah. Be here now and enjoy the motherfucking ride. Yeah, what else can you do, man? Well, I think that's a great place to fucking end the podcast, man. It's been a fucking dope ass ride. This has been a great pod, bro. I really enjoyed it. All right, man. Looking forward to the next one, man. Yeah. Dude, got two in, got Nessa, got to shut up your listen with Mikey. Cool. Got a fucking once who woke up with me, bro. We're gonna have to do this again. Let's this do it great, again. I mean, I only told you about two of the four ayahuasca experiences I had. So, well, you know, a, yeah. Oh, so there's still, there's <laughs> yeah, a whole other episode, episode right there. episode right there. What's going to happen is we're going to go fucking do mushrooms and fucking bang on drums around a fire between here that and there. Great, and we're going to fucking game plan our next episode. Yeah. But at any rate, everybody at home, thank you so much for tuning in. You guys rock. We'll catch you on the next one. This is Joshua. Jesse. Bang, bang. Gang, gang. Peace, dudes.